We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. The song you will hear in this episode was sung and written by Edwin Matovo and Aldo Onyango. Aldo Onyango in this episode will tell us his personal true story, his personal experience of living and staying in German. I hope you enjoy his story.
Simago, me murieta galariande, el impoño burrate, buriui o guagana, burira bandi, vagambe biangue vialema, ebiangue te bisoboca, ayen burira munda muri, bambi o guangue tocumeña, toncola ebiabali. Dimuto munsonga zino Kazintwala Obachi balume Kwechirumia gende Ampabine mungkuru Elantwala Kubosime Obangwe chokumenya was coming to Germany, for the time I couldn't estimate. I felt a shaky wave go through my whole body. I had mixed feelings. I didn't know what was awaiting me. Busy people, having to fix appointments to even meet as a mere friend, just to keep life moving. The fear of being segregated against because of my look. The fear of, you know, being one of those people that people underlook and don't really think they can do anything in life. There was just a lot going on in my head. There was a conflict that I couldn't really explain. I didn't even know how to start solving it. But I knew. After all, I'd made my decision to move on. For I knew I was coming for something good. And I knew I was born a winner. Yeah. And this takes me back to the day I remember making a very long walk in Hamburg with people staring at me. Some excited. I kind of felt, you know, they felt maybe happy to see me. Some had very angry faces and looking at me and I thought, wow, they would eat me any second. That fear that creates a very strong insecurity in a person's heart. I was just scared. So I had to move really very fast. I was like, I got no really chance here. I had to move very fast. Of course, it was also cold. It was my first winter experience. 
the winter was every, you know, snow everywhere. Everyone running around with a very big jacket. But of course, being my first experience, I was, I was just shaking like chicken. <laughs> I couldn't hold it anymore, so I had to run to the bus. And to me, of course, a bus was also a place I saw myself getting the protection away from those wild faces that were looking at me. And right at the moment when I got onto the bus, I remember looking everywhere. And the only thing my eyes were was looking for was at least somebody that looked just like me. I was looking for any black person around. It was a bit difficult. I didn't know where to look. But surprisingly, when I looked in front, I realized the driver. The driver looked just like me. I almost felt like shouting, brother! But I said, no, I probably need to keep myself back. I need to keep that dignity of being an African, you know, in Germany and all that, you know. So I had to keep it back to myself. But of course, there was that kind of great feeling that was running through my veins. I knew and I was very sure that I was proud of this guy. One may start wondering why I would be proud of a bus driver. He looked like me. He had that big trust from the passengers he was driving. Those were hundreds of people. It was just too much in the bus, many people. And you could see, you know, the comfort that people felt, you know, traveling with the bus. That responsibility this guy was carrying of making sure that everyone reaches safely at their destinations was what I admired about him. He was the first black driver I was seeing in my life in Germany. And I was then talking to myself because at this moment, the fear of being a minority in a group of everyone who looked totally different to me faded away. And I found myself being taken by feelings of thinking about whether I could actually ever make it in the future to be just like my brother who was driving the bus. He was a great inspiration to me. And somehow I also had pictures of what house he could be owning, you know, back home. Imagining a guy sitting on the steering, you know, such a very big vehicle. I knew big, you know, driving something big also meant you had to also run some big business. So I thought he had a mansion in Germany, whatever the case. I for sure knew he had a safe future, you know. And this was the moment that I felt I had someone to talk to. I all, the way throughout the journey, thought of telling him about how proud I was of him. And luckily at one moment, after many, 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 many stops that we'd made, everyone was off the bus and we were the only two people that were left on the bus. Only the driver and me. How sweet. For the first time, I felt I was a very important person, as we say them, as we call them, you know, the VIP people. That's how I felt like the first time I was driving on the bus, 
as a single passenger. So we went on and on. And I, for the first time in my life, actually, even, you know, forgot everything around me because I was living my dream. I closed my eyes and slept a bit. Less did I know that it was actually taking me so fast. And at one point, I had a very heavy voice coming from whichever direction I couldn't tell. And at once I woke up like I was really already dreaming, as I said before. It was like a dream, very big voice. And only to look, I remembered, wow, the only person that was around me was the bus driver. So he asked me, Boda, wohin gehst du denn? And I was telling, I told him my station that I was going to. Yeah. Then he told me, uh, yeah, okay. So he picked up a talk with me and he was like, uh, do you live around that area? I told him the exact area where I lived. And he was like, aber, yeah. Du konntest, uh, ja, du konntest doch noch weiterfahren. Also wir können noch eine weitere Stelle. Ne? Eine, also zum, uh, bis zur nächsten uh, Haltestelle noch fahren. Das wäre näher für dich. And I was like, I didn't really understand him, but of course, knowing he was even opening up a conversation with me, gave me the trust that he was someone I could count on. So I relaxed and asked him, brother, where are you from? He told me, ah, Bonda, du weißt schon. Yeah, ich komme doch aus Afrika. And I was like, yeah, du kommst aus Afrika, aber es konnte doch sein, dass du aus irgendwo anders kommst. And he was like, yeah, ich komme aus Togo. Und woher kommst du? And he was the first person that I had actually, right from the beginning, told where I came from. I told him, ich komme aus Uganda. And he was like, ah, ich kenne doch Leute aus Uganda. And he was reciting one of the songs that, you know, he was singing a song of one of the celebrities we have in Uganda called Eddie Kenzo. I know for many people it may not really be so clear. But he sang a song and I was like, yeah, that's my guy. He's from my country. You know, this was a moment that I felt like I, I was almost home. This is when it felt for me like, yeah, I could call Germany home for the first time. <laughs> and so when this guy <laughs> dropped me at the station, of course, he asked me, how are you called? And I told him, I, I'm called Onyango. Ah, yeah, du hast ein schöner Name. And that was for me, of course, a very good compliment for many people around me that didn't look like me, couldn't even mention my name. You had some people calling me all kinds of names. Of course, you told them I, you, you're called Onyango and many ended up calling you Onyango. I don't know others were calling you this and that. So this was the first time I actually had also someone really call my name in the rightful way, complimenting me for it being a good name. And of course, unfortunately, I had to really let him continue. I moved on. The journey back home was shorter, but that was the moment when I thought I had to really work and fight. For I've seen a brother that has made it through, a brother on who people, like a brother in whom people trust. So I was like, if he could make it, I, I will also make the same. Of course, just to change the story a bit shortly, I didn't end up being a bus driver. 
But it was of course something inspiring, but I decided of course to get into what I used to do back home in Uganda. I kept working with children, with youth, in a social institution or a place many would call a, you know, a youth center, dealing in music, dealing with people's emotions, of course, when you had people that came to you and they wanted to talk about their problems. And there I was at it. The more I got the security in the German language, the more I opened up and I realized I could make it. So I didn't stop at that. This same motivation actually also pushed me forward to doing a profession, to studying something in the field of social work. And that's where I find myself up to now. Just like people trusted my brother that was driving the bus in Hamburg, is the same way people trust me today with their children. I teach them. I talk with them about any problem that they have in life, and there we are. So, honestly speaking, I know there are really many stories, of course. There are feelings about whether angels really live, but I for sure would say that I for the first time also in my life, you know, saw an angel in Germany. And this is the guy that gave me the motivation that still pushes me up to today. If you enjoyed the music of Edrin Matovu and Aldo Onyango, you can find more of it on their online music platforms. iTunes, Edrin Matovu, Spotify, Edrin Matovu, and YouTube. You can find them on the channel of Edrin Matovu Arts. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Music by Edrin Matovu, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, yemaitruestory.com, for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.